This podcast is for you if you are ready for a change, a shift, a transformation in your life about your money. Whatever your path has been, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you're ready to stop fighting yourself, to have more fun, to do more of what you want to do, and be more of who you are meant to be, to become a maven. So let's get started. My name is Melissa Paul, and I'll be your host. Welcome to Dear Money Maven. The superhero movie Endgame has recently come out, and it's blowing up the movie theaters everywhere. They're breaking records, and it's gotten me thinking about uh, superhero movies and how many that I loved from uh, my childhood, and it's fun to see my uh, nieces and nephews and the kids in my life just be so excited to see this movie. We all know when we're going into a superhero movie that there's going to be a nemesis. There's always some bad guy or bad girl that's in the background that brings the tension and the battle to the forefront. And that's the same when we deal with our money. We have a nemesis and it is a three-layered nemesis. And that's what I want to talk about today. The way that we feel about our money is important. And I talk about this over and over and I will continue to because it's so critical that we get this into our understanding. The way that we feel about our money impacts the way that we make daily small decisions. And our overall long-term success with money is based on our ability to win at these small daily decisions. Day after day, week after week, month after month, when we make small winning decisions with money, we win overall with money. This is the opposite of buying the lottery ticket and hoping that it's going to solve you all your problems. Let's win today with money and then overall we'll win with money. So what gets in our way? And in my experience personally and the work that I have done with people on their money, it really boils down to three things, guilt, worry, and shame. Guilt is when we take our energy that we have right now and we feel bad about a past decision that we've made. Whether it's founded in anything or not, we can often feel guilty about things just because we were raised to feel guilty about things or our response to situations. We just have that naturally built into our personality, but guilt is a big thing. We spend a lot of time when we're looking at our current financial state, feeling bad about decisions we did or didn't make in the past. That would be guilt that we're dealing with. And it can eat up a lot of our time and a lot of our mental capacity right now. The other way that we do this is worry. That's where we take our now energy and think about things that we could possibly be screwing up for our future. What about this? What about this? What about this? What if, what if, what if? We just fracture our brains bouncing back and forth between feeling guilty about something that we did in the past and worried about how it's going to impact our future and we just lose track of our ability to make any decisions right now and 
throw our energy all over the place. So we become very ineffective at making good decisions right now. The third one is shame, and that is a much bigger issue. I hope you are familiar with Brene Brown's work. She's the one that really uh, introduced this, uh, the impact of dealing with shame in our lives, um, helping me understand that it really deals with the way that our brains function. When we hit the shame button, as I refer to it, when something comes up, it's not just guilt or worry, it's something bigger. And it actually impacts the way that our brains function and makes it extremely difficult for us to access the part of our brain that we need in order to make a good decision. So cognitively, things can get really, really messed up if we enter something that deals with shame. And the thing is, shame is very sneaky and it's personal. And we don't really know until we're in it and we're feeling that like body response. For me, it's a pit of my stomach and the back of my neck starts feeling tingly, like I'm going to start sweating. And I feel hot and flushed. And I know that my brain is not working. And I don't even really know exactly sometimes what triggers it. But when people have shame triggers around money, this can become a huge challenge because it literally derails your brain and you need your brain in order to make good decisions about your money. So it's so important that we create a system that solves a lot of these problems for us. One of the challenges that we run into when you don't have a solid plan in place and you're just trying to keep things together and stay ahead and make decisions as they come up regarding your money is you end up with a lot of open loops. And these are decisions that need to be made. So it's a question that's hanging out there. How much should I send to this? How much can I afford on this? Should I be doing this or should I be doing this? And I want you to think about that like visually right now as, um, as an open loop that you can like draw a circle and be like, it's not closed. And think about how many of those you create in an average month regarding your money. I mean, every day you're making decisions on, should I bring my lunch or should I buy lunch out? Should I pay off this or should I set more money aside? Should I go out to the movies or should I stay in tonight? Should I do this? Should I do this? Can I do this? Can I do that? And if you think about it, if you don't have a plan, every single month, all of those decisions need to be made over and over and over again. And it requires brain capacity. It requires time and attention and mindful thought. And if you don't have a system that makes those decisions for you, it could become exhausting. And then you're setting yourself up to, well, if I'm having a good day and things are going well, I'm more likely to make good decisions. But if I'm not having a good day, then I'm pretty likely to screw things up. And with something that is so important, like money, because money impacts everything in our lives, we want to create a system that helps us answer those questions in advance. When I teach people on budgeting, I say that it's like a chip is going to go in your head 
and then you'll be able to make decisions by looking through these filters. So answers are already set up. You already know the answer in advance. You're really like making smaller binary decisions, yes or no, after you know the multiple choice has been stripped away. So it makes things a lot easier. And if you think about all of those open loops, when you start closing them, and you've closed them because you have a system that is making the decisions for you, so you know that you're making good decisions and you're moving forward, you're making progress, you can feel the momentum picking up in your money. As you close those loops, you liberate the energy that has been held up in that. And think about it like if you open every single application on your laptop and you try to get something done, it takes forever because all of the power of your processing system is like held up in the, well, maybe they want to do this and maybe they want to do this and maybe they want to do this and maybe they want to do this. So everything goes very, very slowly. This is what it's like to make a decision when you feel completely overwhelmed. I know you have likely, like me, had a day and at the end of it, you're like, I have no idea what I'm going to make for dinner. You just can't make one more decision. Chances are pretty good if you're me, you're going to take yourself out for dinner. And maybe I'm not going to make as healthy of a decision when I'm out for dinner as I would when I'm standing in my own kitchen and I'm limited to the ingredients that I have carefully selected to put in my kitchen. But sometimes I just can't make one more decision because my brain has been at capacity all day with all those open loops that I have been tending to. I don't want you to be in that position with your money because those decisions can be so stressful and overwhelming already. Cue up the nemesis. You fall into that state of overwhelm and then the nemesis shows up. Guilt, worry, shame, let's just cycle that around and make us feel terrible and that sets us up to make a poor money decision. So when we get a plan in place, it closes those loops, it frees up that energy and it gives it back to us. You're able then to use that energy to make better decisions or think creatively about something. This makes a huge impact in your life, particularly if you're a business owner. If you are spending a huge amount of your time fretting and worrying about your cash flow situation or this financial decision or that financial decision, what you are not thinking about are ways to grow your business, are how can I create an additional X amount of revenue in the next 90 days? You don't have the capacity to think about those things and become creative and approach things with new light and eyes because you don't have the energy because you're worried and your brain's all like frying out, making the same hundred decisions every single week on this money dilemma that you're in. We still play a price when we're not self-employed, but for people that are business owners where their creativity is where all their ideas are coming from, they can't just go into an office and phone it in. And it becomes a much more critical piece. And business owners, I think, are a lot more sensitive to it because of the pressure that they naturally feel to uh, perform and feed themselves and their families. So the power of defeating your nemesis in your money is really, really, really important. And it's not that hard. 
So I want to talk about three tips for you to prepare yourself to beat your nemesis. The first thing is to have a solid plan in place, one that closes those loops. You don't want to be making those million decisions every single month because you're going to be, they're all competing against each other. And if you think about it like a, like a complicated decision tree, well, if then, and what about this? And we want to avoid all that. Return as much energy to yourself as possible by closing those loops. So get on a plan that makes sense for you. And I did a previous podcast that talked about the components of a plan. So go back and listen to that one. You want a plan that's easy, effective, flexible, and fun. So get on a plan. Unbudgeting has worked for me and the people that I work with, but you might be a data geek and you love traditional budgeting, but whatever it is, however you manage your money, it needs to close those loops, solve those problems for you, answer the questions that would come up over and over so that you feel ease and relief when you're dealing with your money. We need to make this easy. Number one strategy, number one, number one, number one to defeat your money nemesis is get on a plan that is going to work for you. Number two, get some security. This can be boosting an emergency fund. Get some cash on hand so that you can absorb some of the bumps in the road. When we shore up that groundwork of financial stability, when you log into your bank account, it will make you feel better. And the more times that you look at that and you remind yourself, like, I've got this, it's okay, I'm, I'm stable, it will heal some of the wounds that are created by that cycle of guilt, worry, and shame. You can interrupt that pattern and remind yourself, I'm growing that emergency fund. I'm taking care of things. I'm investing for my future. I'm taking care of my now. We're good. We've got this. Calm down. You can think about that worry cycle as the small child in your head that is like freaking out and you can calm it down by reminding it. So create some stability in your finances by creating or boosting an emergency fund that will counteract a lot of the problems that we deal with or the worry that we deal with when we're dealing with our money. So that's the second thing. It's a second, it's a powerful tool in defeating your money nemesis. The third thing is some fun. You have to allow yourself to invest in joy, to invest in fun, to invest in your peace of mind and your ability to just relax and chill out and enjoy something. Pay attention if you are coupling an investment or expense, depending on how you look at it, I hope you look at it as an investment, in something that is going to light you up. If you immediately couple it with guilt, then you're defeating the purpose. We wanna get out of that cycle. We wanna peel away guilt from our money. So give yourself permission. I talk about this in Unbudgeting a lot, is fun is critical. It's critical. It allows us to stay the course. It is the glue that holds the plan together because it makes things easier for us. And you need to give yourself permission to enjoy the journey because this is the whole thing that we're doing with money is something that we need to be doing long-term every day, consistent practice. 
So we need to enjoy it. If you find a workout that you enjoy, it doesn't feel like a workout and then it's easy for you to stay fit. It's the same thing with our money. We need to be able to bake fun into the pie that we will be eating every day (laughs) or we're not going to stick with it. It's going to be too easy to just be like, go on that austerity diet and then at some point go, screw it. I deserve the vacation. And then you just pull out their credit card and charge things to the hilt. We don't want that. I want you to be able right now to go out, give yourself permission to buy the delicious smelling candles that light you up. You're going to find out whatever it is that lights you up. And I want you to be able to invest in that guilt free. So the third tool for you in defeating your money nemesis is permission to have fun. Peel away that guilt. Do what it takes to close the loops by getting on a plan, shore up that stability so that you create a strong financial foundation to stand on and give yourself permission to enjoy yourself and have fun. We are in this for the long term and we need to be able to exhale relax, create a plan that works for us, move forward, know that we're going to have bumps in the road. It's okay. We've got this all handled. The plan accounts for that and to make forward progress. Thank you for listening. As always, I am impressed and grateful that you're taking time out of your day and you're investing in yourself by listening to me. You are worthy You are doing a great job. We've got this. Thanks for listening today. Hey, it's Melissa here, and I have a gift for you. I have an ebook called How to Manage Your Money Without Budgeting, and I'd like to give it to you. Head over to melissapaul.com. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-P-A-H-L.com and download your copy. It'll probably take you only 15 or 20 minutes to read the whole thing. And at the end, you will have a complete understanding of this whole system that I talk about in this podcast. I think you're going to find it really valuable and I'm really excited to share it with you. So head over to melissapaul.com and download your copy today. Thanks.